Good morning, people of God. Oh, that's kind of loud. We good? Good. Today is Transfiguration Sunday, uh, the day that we celebrate the revelation of Christ's glory before the Passion, so that we may be able uh, to strengthen, uh, to be strengthened, and bear our own crosses uh, and be changed into his likeness. So may it be so as we read our scripture from the Gospel of Luke this morning. Our reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verses 28 through 36. Hear the words of our Lord. Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which was about to be accomplished at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent, and in those days told no, not, told no one of the things that they had seen. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. As many of you could have gathered from my Facebook shenanigans last week, I, tra I love to travel, and I love to be a little adventurous. As much as my budget will allow, which, believe me, it doesn't. <laughs> Thankfully, I've had several opportunities to travel, usually in relationship to the work of the church. I've been to Tokyo, the Philippines, the Bahamas, Qatar, and recently South Africa. And I'm hoping my list will grow, as my mom puts it best, ever since you got that passport, you've not been able to sit still. That's true. But truth is, it's not so much the traveling that I enjoy. I am an observer. I love seeing God's creativeness and God's love for diversity. I love watching people and their interactions with the world and with one another, and how that varies from place to place and community to community. This is how I experience God the most. That's what I would like to consider my mountaintop experiences with God. The disciples had been traveling with Jesus for quite some time. They had walked the length and breathed the air of the Judean wilderness. They had listened as Jesus proclaimed the reign of God was near. They heard him declare good news to the poor, release to the captives, and recovery of sight 
to the blind and freedom to the oppressed. They watched him heal the sick and drive out the demons. They listened to Jesus as he told parable after parable that threatened to shake up the world as they knew it. They felt the sting of Jesus' rebuke when they had failed to understand. And still, they followed this itinerant preacher as he trudged along, seeking all people. They felt the heat of the mobs as they crowded and pressed in upon them, bringing their sick and their lame. They felt the anger of the religious officials who rebuked Jesus. And the pressure was on Jesus' followers to produce proof that Jesus of Nazareth, a carpenter's son, was really who he said he was. In the middle of all this, Jesus took time out. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and together they left the demands of the anxious crowds behind, and they climbed atop a high mountain by themselves. On top of that mountain, something hit them with a flash and was gone. They seemed to come out of nowhere. And before the disciples could focus in and draw it all in, they were gone. Was it really Moses and Elijah, too, that they saw there with Jesus? They all agreed that they saw the same thing, and the voice exploded from the clouds, leaving their ears ringing, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him. As they descended the mountain, the voice echoed in their ears, listen to him, listen to him, listen to Jesus. It was only a moment away from the press of the crowds, but it was a moment that would linger in their minds and hearts forever. A mystical moment, an intense and vivid encounter with the holiness. And a voice from the cloud echoed to the disciples, through the disciples' ears, listen. One of my most intense and vivid encounters with the holiness happened when I was skiing at uh, Winter Park in Colorado. I and a friend traveled 12,000 feet up the Parsons Bowl, the highest point one could reach on the mountains. And overwhelmed by the beauty, I couldn't speak a word. I wish I could share this moment with everyone. It was a glimpse of God's creative power and majesty. Everywhere I looked, I saw evidence of God's grace. It was truly a once-in-a-lifetime mountaintop experience, one of those rare moments where you are just totally conscious of God's presence, one of those moments that has the power to transform you. In some ways, I think it was easier for Jesus' Jesus's followers back then they were given a glimpse of God's power, majesty, and grace that I envy. God's glory was revealed to them through the unlikely person of Jesus. This was a first-hand experience for them. 
God gave him a clear vision, a vision that would transform Jesus, and God revealed that this preacher from Nazareth is indeed the Christ, the one set to proclaim the reign of God. They heard the voice that spoke from the cloud, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. The vision made it absolutely clear that Jesus was who the voice from the cloud said he was. And the voice from the cloud made it absolutely clear just what it was they were supposed to do. Listen to him. There are days in my life when I wish that it could be just as clear for me. I wish that we too could see God's glory revealed just as clearly as Jesus' followers did. I wish that we too could have a vision and a voice that would tell us just what to do. Not many of us will ever have it spelled out so clearly. But as I remember my own mountaintop experiences, I realize that the voice from the cloud continues to rumble and echo down through the centuries. And if we listen, we can hear it today. But in order to hear it, we must take the trouble to listen. To have the mountaintop experience, we must first climb the mountain. Like Jesus' followers, we must set aside the demands on our lives in a world, in the world, and follow Jesus. Now, this is a message more so for myself, but today, more than ever, we need to leave our work behind, put down our books, turn off our TVs, shut down our computers, and get away from the demand of our lives, to stop and listen to the voice of God, to take time, clear our calendars, and just pause, to be still and know God. The disciples were indeed fortunate to have Jesus in their midst, but we too are fortunate. God reveals God's self to the disciples in the person of Jesus of Nazareth, and we can look to the gospel to hear the word as it was revealed by Jesus. But God's revelation didn't end with Jesus. The revelation of God's grace continued through the resurrection of Christ. And by the grace of God, Christ comes through to us, through our brothers and our sisters. Today, the voice continues to echo from the clouds God is here in this place, present as we worship and as we pray. God comes to us in a word and sacrament. Be alert and ready to listen. Don't miss out on the opportunities to hear the beauty of creation, to see the beauty of creation in the face of all God's children. Be alert and ready to listen. Don't miss out on the opportunity to hear God speak through scripture. Be alert and ready to listen. As we listen to our hymns and listen to the voice, we listen, remembering that listening is not just some passive activity. 
to listen to someone, to really listen, means to enter in a loving, caring relationship where our actions are faithful, where we do, where what we do comes from what we hear, where we respect the values and insights and ideas of others, where we listen to one another through their wisdom and their foolishness, to another's pain and their joy. And when we refuse to listen, the relationship is broken. Listen and hear the voice of God. God's word comes to us with power and with authority. When Jesus speaks through us, through the gospel, it may come to us as a great revelation, as if it has never been spoken before. Listen to Jesus. Hear God's word of grace and comfort and forgiveness. Hear God's word of challenge and commitment. Hear God's word of law and command. Hear Jesus' passion, passionate words of love and acceptance spoken clearly to us. Be alert and ready to listen. Be watchful and attentive. Be ready to absorb all the sights and sounds of God's grace and mercy. Glimpses of God's glory comes to each of us in different ways. These glimpses of God's power and majesty are not confined to mountaintop experiences. Some glimpses comes, come through a moment of prayer or through a word of scripture, or in the midst of music and praise. Still other glimpses of God's glory comes to us through a tender word of a friend, a gentle touch of a loved one, a word of praise from a parent, or a great, grateful look from a child. God's revelation of God's love comes to us in all sorts of moments. Be alert and attentive. Be ready to draw in the moment and make it your own. Be alert and listen. Enjoy and be nourished by these moments because like Jesus' disciples, we too must come down from the mountain because the one whom we are supposed to listen to is the one who proclaims the reign of God is near. The one, that we listen to, the one that we listen to has anointed us to bring good news to the poor, to re proclaim release to the captives and recover the sight of the blind and to let the oppressed go free. The one who we listen to nourishes us on the mountaintops and walks down with us into the valleys. The one who we listen to transforms us into beloved children of God. Friends, this is the gospel of our Lord who transforms us and makes us new each day. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.